Jennifer Beltoff, and I welcome you back to the Soul Circle Podcast. Oh, thank you for being here. And thank you for the kind comments that I have been getting about this podcast. It really is a total leap of faith for me and a leap into the unknown. And I am grateful for you all listening and for the feedback that you have been giving me. Thank you. Guys, there are only two weeks left in the year. And I knew that. Like, I knew the year was, you know, we were getting there. But to actually look at the calendar and see where we are, I was pretty, pretty shocked. (laughs) I feel like this year has lasted a hundred lifetimes. But I also feel like it has gone by in the blink of an eye. And it's funny because... I was trying to think back to January and what I was doing. Like, do you remember what you were doing in January? It feels forever ago, right? In January, I was commuting to work every day. It's about a 45-minute drive each way from me. Pretty trafficy. I was also four times a month in person with my Girl Scouts I was able to be around friends and family who remembers what that was like (laughs) to just be able to hang out together, to meet up for coffee, to go for walks together. Oh, so fun, right? But so long ago. (laughs) That time, though, in January, what I do remember is also feeling exhausted. And I don't know if the exhaustion was from what I was doing because I'm actually doing more now than I was in January and I don't feel that physical exhaustion. I think a lot of it, I, I think it's the commuting. I think that definitely took a toll on me and just being in the car for that long. I don't mind being in the car. Like I actually do really enjoy having my music on. I Recently, when I was commuting, got really into podcasts and would listen to all different podcasts back and forth to work. So being in the car isn't bad. It's the traffic that is a bit, but not too bad. But I don't know if it's that amount of time. So 45 minutes each way is definitely every day can be taxing on you. I don't also know if that drain in energy comes from having to sit at the same desk for eight hours and where I work, all of the desks are white and everything is bright and it's those overhead lights that just kind of feel like they're taking the energy out of you. So that I think also drained me a bit, but I don't know what else it was, but I Definitely felt like I was in this constant state of just running. Have you ever felt that? Where you just always feel like you're late. You always feel like you don't have enough time to do all the things you want to do. And while you're doing something, you're thinking about, oh, I also, oh, I really need to get whatever else done. And you can't enjoy whatever you're doing because you're just, you're in your head. 
and you're thinking you're not doing enough, not getting it done enough, or whatever those feelings are. And I remember walking into um, the studio that I was teaching at at the time for New Moon Circles and just saying to Tara, I feel exhausted. I don't even know why, but I just feel like I can't catch my breath. And I couldn't pinpoint it at the time. I just felt that way. And the shift from having to work from home has really taken that off. And it has really, I feel like I have more space to breathe. I don't feel like I'm in that constant state of go, go, go. And not having to, to wake up and know that I have a 45-minute drive ahead of me is, is a bit life-changing in a way. To know that I can just walk downstairs and when I have to do Girl Scouts, like I can go from my work meeting and immediately in a minute turn on the virtual Girl Scout meeting. I don't have to commute 40 minutes to get there. And gosh, you don't realize how these things that we're so conditioned to do, right? Like we're conditioned to, at least me, I know a lot of people in the past have worked from home, but I never have. But we're conditioned to have to commute into work, to have to sit at that desk for for eight hours and be in that environment. And when you experience something different and you can find new ways to, to do things and new ways to to navigate, ah, oh, it can definitely be life-changing. And it, for me, it definitely, it has been such a blessing to have had this opportunity to sink in to being home, to slow down, and to not have to rush through everything. And I'm grateful, so grateful. And it's pretty wild, though, because I always dreamed right? Of wanting to work from home, but never thought in a million years it would come this way. But I'm glad that I'm able to see what it feels like and to see how I navigated it. So we'll see what the future holds. We don't know, right? We had, I had no idea this year was going to hold this. Two weeks, no idea what 2021 is going to hold. But I don't want to, I know a lot of people are looking to rush through and be like, oh, allow 2020 to just sweep it under the rug. But I really want to take time to, to reflect on 2020, these next two weeks, to savor them, to not rush through the holidays and just really be present with all that I learned, all that has unfolded and allow myself time to appreciate it and celebrate it. Because we don't celebrate things enough. So I really want to recognize it and take that time. And I invite you to do the same, like really look back on what you have learned and felt and experienced. And what lessons do you want to take forward with you? What do you want to, to, to carry forth as we enter into this new year? And for me, it is definitely this no rush feeling and how no matter what is kind of coming ahead, how am I able to hold on to that? And maybe I have to shift the way I approach things. Maybe I have to shift 
what it is I am doing, but how can I really not go back to the grind? Because I don't want to. I know what that felt like. I know how draining and taxing it was on me, and I don't want to go back to that. So really just being, being very conscious of what I'm doing. And with our final two weeks here, um, we had our first snowstorm here in New Jersey. And it was pretty funny because, to be honest, we don't even have cable TV here. So I really have stopped watching the news and going down that rabbit hole. But when it comes to snow, Dustin is like a kid on Christmas. He gets so excited to have it snow that he is looking up the forecast hour by hour, knowing what's going to happen. And this is his little, he becomes my little weather reporter. But what is palpable is his excitement for it, like pure joy to know that it's going to snow. But what I found interesting was not many people have <laughs> that joy around here. In fact, I even turned on one of like the local news channels through the internet to kind of see what they were saying about what was going to be happening. And they're just reporting it with such dread about, oh, it's going to snow and oh, this and that. And you just felt like that heaviness of what they were saying. And it's snow. I mean, it's where you live in the Northeast. It's going to come. And you also heard it with so many people in this area just still talking about it with the heaviness. And it's funny because it can be so easy to go down that rabbit hole, right? So quick where you can fall into this, oh, I don't want it to happen, uh, uh, uh. But uh, not for Dustin, like he's all for the joy. But why is it, like why do we, do we find it easier to kind of go down the lane of misery than to find the path? of joy and to, to like stand in that joy, not only to feel it, but to be willing to share it with others. And I found that it can be really difficult to do that, to know that maybe everyone else around you isn't feeling the same, but you're feeling that joy. So why should you not express it? Why should you kind of shrink a little bit. And I have gone through this so many times in life where you're in a situation where for you things are good. And I'll even take this year, for example, where there has been so much heartache, so much struggle, so much devastation this year. And all the talk that I feel like I hear about it is like we just want to get get it over with because this has been one of the worst years. This has been a terrible year. But for me, it's been quite the opposite. It has really been a good year. Yes, there have been crazy challenges this year. But overall, like looking back, I would say so many good things for me have happened. And when people are talking about 2020 and they're kind of griping about it I feel awkward to say oh but this this has been like a fantastic year for me 
And I can find myself like shrinking and not saying it and not stating my own personal truth or standing in what really feels right for me. And I wonder why am I doing that? Am I doing that to protect them because I don't want them to feel bad that they didn't have the same experience I had? Am I doing that because I'm not strong enough to stand in my joy and to be like, well, I, I respect and understand that the year was a challenge for you, but for me, it was pretty great. <laughs> like, what is it? Why, why am I shrinking? Why am I not being who I am and standing where I am? And I'm not really sure the answer to it. I'm not really sure why we do it, why we're more adept to go down the road of negativity than we are to really stand deep in the joy. But it's something I definitely want to continue to be more aware of in the future and know that, gosh, we don't have to sink into the feelings that aren't feeling right for us. We can proudly stand with whatever it is we're feeling. And that goes both ways because maybe you're in an environment where everyone is super happy, super excited, and you're just not there because I, oh gosh, I've had that too. Even some days, like the energy levels between Dustin and I, you can feel the difference where he is just roaring and ready to go. And I just, I'm not there. I might be feeling a little down. I might not be feeling myself and it's Oh, so hard to, to kind of match his energy and get to that level. And there are days when I will try really consciously to be there, but then other days where I just feel in myself and say, I'm not there and I don't have to be there. And that's okay. I can just be where I am. But then you also, or I have also noticed the effect of that. Because if I am down, and it's not even like being down for any particular reason. Like, have you ever just woken up and not felt yourself? Not, it's not like anything life-shattering has happened or anything devastating is going on in your world. You're just not feeling you. But I can see when I'm in that state that it affects his energy, even when he's in like this really high excitement and he gets brought down to my negativity. So we never realize deeply how much our presence and how much our energy levels affect those around us, but they really do. You can feel it sometimes when someone walks in the room, right? Where total shift of energy immediately total and it could be for the good or it could be for the bad but everything could have been flowing one way one person enters everything changes because it's our energy it's the energy that we are are carrying with us the energy that we are showing up with becomes the energy that other people are taking in and so for me I really want to be conscious of what energy I'm carrying with me. When I'm walking into that room, what energy am I supplying? Is it something that is going to be a total 
life suck and pull out the fun and excitement in the room? Or is it going to be something that's going to add to it? Or will it just be this kind of flat energy? Because we all know that too, right? Where you're there, but you're not really there. You're there, but you're not participating. You're not getting yourself involved. You're just kind of hanging around in the background almost. Do you want that kind of energy in the room? And when we, when we can become more conscious of what that energy is and how we are showing up with it, you really hold this power now within you to choose how you're going to feel. And you can do that without even kind of worrying about how other people are showing up because you're now taking control of you and you're taking control of what you're going to bring to the table, right? Because we all bring something to the table. We don't always think we do. There's times when we're like, hmm, I'm not really contributing much, but that is wrong. You just showing up is bringing something to the table. So what are you carrying with you? Are you carrying cookies that everybody wants? Or are you carrying sardines that people are like, nah, thanks, but no thanks. That's kind of a fun way to think of it, right? Like, what are you bringing to this virtual table that you're entering into? And what is it that you want to, to have with you? And this is really one of my goals for 2021 is to be more conscious of it and to really notice like the way my presence affects other people. And I invite you to really take a step back and think of it for yourself too. And think about how, how you influence people and you don't, you think, no, I'm just living my life. I'm not influencing anyone. But you're influencing everyone around you with the choices you're making, the words that you're using, the way that you're showing up, the way, even the, the clothes that you wear. They tell a story about who you are and what you're bringing to the table. And for me, I really want the energy that I carry to be filled with kindness, to be filled with love, and to be filled with joy, to break down that worry of what people are going to think about me or to just not even care anymore. And in like the best, best way, meaning I'm going to do it anyway because I want to do it. Even if you think it's silly and crazy or not something I should be doing, if I feel deep in my heart, I want to do it and you're going to laugh or talk or about me, like, go ahead, because I know that I need to be true to myself. So when I think about the energy that I'm carrying, when I think about how I'm showing up, this is really all about sinking deeper and grounding more into who you are, right? And uncovering those layers of what it is you really want to be doing in this world. We only get one shot, right? It's going to go pretty quick. So what do you want to do? What do you want to experience? What is it 
that you want to, to provide. So what about you? Are you ready to step into joy, to unearth your own path forward, whatever that looks like for you? Not worrying about what that looks like for other people. It's time. It really is time. Because if we don't do it now, when are we ever going to do it? Never. So let's start now. And I invite you this week to look back on what it is that really has you falling down the rabbit hole and where you can stand in joy and stand in whatever it is that lights you up and know that we don't have to go down the rabbit hole. We can choose to be exactly wherever we want to be. And that's pretty, pretty cool. And to also think about the energy that you're carrying with you when you are stepping into these situations. So you know, each week I love to, to give you a writing prompt. And if you don't have a pen, don't worry. You don't have to physically write things down. Although I do really encourage it because the act of writing really helps to solidify what you're feeling and what you're going through. And it also, it really just gives you the space to to pull out whatever is in your heart and in your mind and just get it out of you because you don't need to carry everything with you. You can just really sit and say, I'm done. So if you don't have a piece of paper, no worries. But if you do, really give yourself the permission to, to sink into the prompts and not worry about what you put onto the page, but give yourself that freedom to know that the page is there to catch whatever is coming out. And so for this week, I really invite you to think about that energy that you're carrying. And do you feel it on you? Do you feel the energy that you have when you walk in a room? There have been rooms that I walked into where I can feel that closing off immediately. I have my protective shield on and there's no one in the room that's going to penetrate through it. But then there's other times when I feel the joy and the excitement and am there with the bubbly energy. So pause, think about it. Even right now, what's the energy you're carrying? And how can you shift when whatever you are carrying with you doesn't feel like what you want to have? What kind of tools and tactics can you come up with that will give you the freedom to say, oh, I don't, I don't want to carry this with me. I'm going to drop this and I'm going to pick up something else. To do that, it really takes presence, right? You have to be fully present with what you're feeling and know, really know that you have the control to change it. That sometimes we feel like we have to be carrying around the sadness. We have to be carrying around whatever it is that we're carrying, but we don't. Like you can put it down. You can say, not for today. I'm going to let go of this and I'm going to really choose to stand in something else. So know that you hold the control and there are going to be outside forces trying to penetrate through whatever 
it is you have. But you don't have to let them. You can say, no thanks, and still stand in whatever it is you want to stand in. How amazing is that, right? Not easy. Nope. (laughs) I'm not telling you it's easy. But I am saying that you can do it and that it's okay to do it. So grab your pen, grab your piece of paper, and the word you're going to start with is, I choose to carry with me. That's a good one, but then I also want to give you another option if that doesn't feel right. So the second option is, I choose to stand in. I choose to carry with me, or I choose to stand in. So try both of those out and see what spills onto the page. And then I really invite you to join me over in the Soul Circle community. So for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about when I talk about the community space, it is this place that has been carved out on Mighty Networks where it's off social media. So you'll have to log in to this designated portal and it is just filled with the most loving and amazing individuals. And it is a place I created so that we have a space to collect all the thoughts, to collect the inspiration, and to just continue the conversation that we have here. Because it's not just about me talking to you. It's about us talking to each other and sharing our strengths and sharing our light and really standing in your own light so that you can encourage others to do the same. So please, the link is below. It's a totally free space. I really invite you to join me over there. And some of the things that we are doing is on Sundays, I release this podcast and then put the writing prompt for people to share. And then we also have a day where there's just a question of a week to kind of get you thinking and pondering. There is tiny secret missions to encourage you to step out of your comfort zone. And for example, this past week, the secret mission was to have a dance party for one, because what does dancing do but bring absolute joy? And we get so awkward with it, right? Like that's another thing where we say, oh, I can't dance. But just like writing, you can dance. It's just giving yourself that permission to let go of all that judgment that you're weighing on yourself about it and just have freedom. And the best way to do that is to start by doing it alone and really get yourself comfortable with what it feels like to just move and groove. And I can tell you, music is something that is constantly playing in my house. It is something that I think we got from my mom because she always had music playing in the house. So now my brothers and I both do it. And it just has this ability to pull you out of a situation or to really pull you deeper into one where there has been times when I've not been feeling great and have put on a song and the dancing just made me so happy. Or other times when I've been really thinking about my mom and pretty sad and a song comes on and you're like, oh, now I just even miss you more, you know? So music really has this ability to speak to our heart and to get deep, deep into it. And if you can find the ability to give yourself that permission to totally let go and dance to it, oh, what joy. 
So that's like an example of one of the secret missions and so fun, right? So easy to do. Easy meaning that you don't need a lot of time to do it. You don't need to dedicate a lot of resources or have any money to do it. You just turn on a song and and get going. So that's the idea of the secret missions is really nudging you out of your comfort zone. And then we also take time to celebrate because I've talked about it before here. We deserve it. We really deserve to take the moments to, to celebrate life, to celebrate what you're doing, to recognize it and appreciate it. And it's great to do it in community where we can just cheer each other on. And it's also a space where people can share their own gifts too. One of the members shared a three-minute guided breathing technique this week. And it's just great to see her light shining in a way that is just so authentic to her. So that's what it's for. It's for you to have a place where you can show up exactly as you are and be with like-minded individuals. And together, we just learn to elevate ourselves and radiate the light that's within. So please, come and join me over there. And I look forward to just continuing the conversation with you. And I'm grateful, so grateful to have you here listening, to know that we are in this together and to just travel the journey side by side. Thank you for being here for another episode of Soul Circle. And I look forward to seeing you in the community space. Yep. Jump on over and to also being with you here next week. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful day. Thanks for joining me again.